0: You're here today. It's so good to see you on this Sunday morning. I'm excited you're here. If this is your first time in the house, I know it's a holiday weekend, but if you've slid in here for the first time, maybe you've joined us at home for the first time. I'm just glad you're here. Once you walk in the doors around here, we call you family. And so we're excited to have you be a part of this day. And Faith, Faith for New Church, would you let our first-time family know how much you love them this morning? Would you put your hands together for them just to <laughs> greet them and say hello to them? Amen. hope you heard that at home through the house mics. But uh, if you're joining us at home, drop a comment, click that new here, Next Steps link. Let us know where you're hanging out at. But I'm excited about hanging out with you guys tomorrow. Uh, Hopefully the weather cooperates, and we get to have a great time fellowshipping together. Hope you've already registered for that. But a 4th of July celebration, it's going to be a good time. Don't forget to bring those side items and drinks and desserts, and we're going to provide... Hamburgers and hot dogs and fireworks and have a great time together. It's going to be good, amen. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. But I, I'm excited to do this with you this morning. I'm excited to open up the Word. So, if anybody bring their Bible to church today? Come on, I'm seeing some showing them at me. I like that show. I'm totally. me, amen. Do this if you would. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter six. Come on, Ephesians chapter six. And um, if you use the U version. Bible app, which is a cool way to kind of keep up with what's going on in Scripture and read the Bible. Version Bible app, you can click on more and then events and follow along with me. I put that together there for you to free of charge to just take and use and study. So Ephesians chapter 6, also going to be on the screen for you in the house and you at home. So verses 1 through 4 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Come on. Some of you, I give you parents permission to go ahead and text your kid and say, listen to the pastor this morning. Amen. Come on. T- text some and say, yeah, you need to turn on faithrenewed.org right now and listen to this message. But children, obey your parents in the Lord. But this is the every person in the room. Oh, well, how many know we're all children to somebody? Mm. So I, I think sometimes we think we graduate from that when we get older and have maybe kids of our own. We never graduate from this, and we have above all else a heavenly Father above that we're to obey as well. But children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. I like that the Bible just tells you what's right and what's wrong. Come on, I know there's been an, an eerie gray tried, has been tried to be created today in this world of an in-between, faded, blurred line, but there's right and there's wrong, all right? And this is what's right. He says to obey your parents. So verse 2 says, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And it brings some things, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Let's pray, and uh, then we'll dig in this thing a little bit this morning. So, Father, we are just truly honored and humbled and blessed to be in your house today, God, to open up your word with your people, God, and just to be able to just spend some time around what you would have us here today and learn and apply to our lives. So, God, I just ask that your Holy Spirit today will open every heart, open every mind today, God, and just speak clearly and directly, and may we respond accordingly in the name of Jesus. Would you say it, church? Amen. 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 Look over at your neighbor. I, don't want you, I want you to do it left, right, front, and back. And I want you to tell them, say, you are valuable, all right? Come on, left, right, front, and back, in that order. I like it when all chaos just uh, just unfolds and I see that happening. Uh, which way do I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you are valuable. You're valuable. Every person in the room, you are valuable, and I hope somebody told you that directly. You at home, if you're watching online, you are valuable today. And we're we're in a series. It's called Relationship Goals, and in this series, we've been learning about how valuable and how needed each of you are today, and how much uh, we believe and need you in in our life. And so um, I'm excited. I, I've, we've been digging into some stuff, some kind of very challenging. I hope all encouraging and all equipping. But uh, last week. We, we, we dug into a topic called racial unity, and um, and just I, just we hit it for what it was, and we talked about that racism is real, it's a, it's a real issue, it's a sin issue, and it can stop, and it can stop in the hearts of our of us, amen, and, and we can do something there, and I want to say this to this church, thank you for that, those are kind of what some would say, hot button topics, they avoid those in some pulpits, but Bible talks about it. it's clear, and we want to know, man, and love one another as he would have us too, and so I want to say thank you. I, I had some of the most encouraging texts, messages, calls pulled aside, church, and so thank you for that. Just thank you for allowing us to just dig into truth and, and not avoid that and shy away from it, even when it challenges us, amen? And so today, I'm going to do that again. We're going to jump into an area and talk about something and today. Um, you may have already picked it up from uh, what I read, but today's uh, relationship goal that I want to talk about is just simply parenting. All the parents in the room say, "Uh oh, come on, yeah, uh, parenting." Now, during this relationship goal series, we've hit on Mother's Day. We kind of directed some love and attention towards them. We directed attention on Father's Day to kind of, uh, kind of towards them. And and this is going to kind of like summarize it, bring it together, kind of like I hope help us as we kind of keep keep going and digging into. And and the timing on this, just how God works, is, is amazing. I I um I, I received uh, this week. Finally, I received my Father's Day gift from my son and my daughter-in-law. Adam and Kelly uh, blessed me with a Father's Day gift. And it, it was not here yet on Father's Day, and so they said it's coming. All right, so I just, you know, again, I trusted them and I believe that, and so it, it showed up this week. And I don't think the timing could be any any better as we're talking about parenting and those types of things. And so it's a very special gift. I, I'm going to unveil it because I'm actually wearing it today under this shirt. So. If you would give me just a moment, I'm going to I'm going to remove the outer outer garment, Amen? And so uh and so I going to turn around. That is uh if if you don't know that's my Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so I, and I asked this to 9 a.m., and it's only fair that I do this at 11 a.m. If this is going to be a distraction to you, I, I would. I'll put this. I'll put my shirt back on. Man, are y'all okay if I leave this? Can y'all still? I know. It, I don't want this to be a stumbling block, bro. I don't. I don't want this to be something that that, that takes away. No. But uh, but thank you guys for my gift. Uh, and thank you for for this. I wear it with pride. And I, and I. I and today, as we talk about. Parenting, and if it is, if if it is, tell me. I'll put it back on. I'll I'll, I'll I'll put it back on. I'm not scared. But but today, if you're a parent, this is going to speak to you. If you're a child, this is going to speak to you because today parenting is just such a valuable valuable thing that we need in the church. And and we know this around here. We're talking about even spiritual parents. We need spiritual fathers and mothers to step in and help us in this thing. And so again, we need one another. And so, as I kind of bring it together, I, I want to give you three this morning, and and you'll find these there uh, on your U you version on the screen as well. But but first thing I want to talk about when we're looking at parenting and bringing this together, that parenting is a choice. Come on, amen. Parenting is a choice, and so I, I, I love this. And we're seeing this happen. We're seeing people that are refusing to let their past dictate their future. And again, they're, they're, you were a products of our past, but we don't have to be prisoners. Come on to our past, amen. And we're seeing that happen. People who didn't have an example be that, and I just I'm so excited about that. But we need to know this today that that parenting is a choice. Now they try to make the abortion issue a choice issue, and um, and even use that term. And I, I, you, you would see either you're pro-choice or you're pro-life. We know that that it's either you're pro-life or you're pro-death, because that's the, the only options in the t- in the two. Now, but this is what we have to see: it becomes pro-choice, and it becomes a choice after the child gets here. How I many anybody have kids? Come on, anybody could get, I mean, that's, that, people can do that, that happens all the time, but what we have to see today, that the parenting, and the choice that has to be made there, is a decision. It's a choice that we make. It's an ongoing choice that we make, and we make that every day when we get up. Are we going to do this today? I'm not going Am I going to parent and steward the gift that God has given me? Am I going to do that well? Now, this is what I hope today as we talk about these things. Don't let anything in the past today keep you in any type of bondage. Again, we're not prisoner to those things. Don't, don't let a mistake, because today, listen, I don't want something that you've made in parenting, a choice and a decision that you've made along the way, keep you in bondage today. Because here's the truth. The choice of parenting that we made sometimes, listen, we miss it. Every person. So, so, young people, show some grace to your kids. Uh, us today, maybe who remember, man, let's show some grace to our parents because, again, it is a choice that we have to make, but we're not prisoner to the mistakes that we've made. But we can do something different today. And, and I've seen this, and I want you to know that as we parent, as we steward again those gifts God's given us, you know sometimes you can do everything that you're supposed to do you, you can do everything as a parent you're called to do, and your child can still walk away. That's sad. It's heartbreaking. It's tragic. There's a, bit, a very big popular story that Jesus tells in Scripture where he talks about a son who actually goes to his father. And so, again, you see in that relationship that they have communication. They're able to talk to one another. It's not like they're not able to communicate. You see communication happening within the home. The son goes to the father, asks him again for what he is going to receive later after the father has gone. The father loves him and gives him these gifts. That's amazing. Like you see in this, a loving parent who gives to their child, is involved with their children, and you still see what happens when the son gets these things in his hand. He walks away. We can't control that, but we can control and make the choice to parent. And what I love about the good father, he was waiting when the kid came home. Amen. And so, again, but we're called to make this choice. This is a decision that we make. And, again, nobody in this room gets this right 100% of the time. So if you may or when you've missed it, don't let the enemy mess with your head and and beat you up. If you didn't have good parenting, don't let this stop you from becoming what God's called you to be because this is a decision that we make. This is a choice and a decision today that we make. And so we make this decision every day. Now, I love what this word says. This word training, nurture, this this is a a powerful word. This is a cool because it says to bring them up in the training. So this is not take them to training. Now, you may drop them off at baseball practice or wrestling practice. You may drop them off for somebody to train them in those areas. But we are to bring them up in the training and the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. I I believe we have the greatest faith kids and faith student ministries anywhere around. And I believe they're so valuable, so important. But listen, we don't just drop them off. We let them partner in what we're doing at home. Come on, amen. We let them partner with us and join with us. And we need, man, spiritual mothers and fathers back there. If you haven't signed up, gotten connected, do that today. It's important that you get plugged in. But but we see this here. The training, the nurture is such a powerful word. This is straight from the biblical dictionary on this word. I want you to listen to this word. It is the whole training and education of children which relates to the cultivation of minds And morals. So, listen. What we're called to do as parents today, we're called to show them more what morals look like, what truth. We don't let the world show us what morality is. Amen. The morality of this world is far different from the morality of the Word. And so, again, we see here. So, we're to create. We're to mold their minds. That's an active part that we play. That's an ongoing process that we make. So again, he says, to this word means to whole training. Education of children relates to the cultivation, the minds and the morals. And so for us, I know that right now, I don't, I don't know if you're aware of what this world is trying to tell your kids. I don't know if you're staying active or involved, or maybe we've gotten so far we don't, we don't have to worry about those things. We need to be actively involved in shaping the minds and the morals. We show them what the Word says. We teach them, and above that, we model that for them. So, again, this training and nurture, he says, bring them up. Uh, we, we do it. We partner as a church, but we do it at home. We do this every day. This next word says the admonition. This, is, this means to emphatically urge. Like, man, I'm back. So, we as parents, we urge them. You know, ultimately, you can't make them. He's like, yeah, I can. For a while, maybe. Amen. For a while. But as they get older, they have to make the choice. And so, again, we can't let the choice of our children affect what we're called to do as a choice as parents. And so, again, we see this here. So we're called to do this. We're to train them. We're to bring them. We're to show them what morality looks like. We're we're to show them what following Christ looks like. That's our example. You see it in the Old Testament as well. The wisest man, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, says to do this. Train up a child. Train up a child. Train them. Every one of you, you're trainers. Did you know that? You're trainers. Well, I don't have to. No, you, you help us right here. Training. We dedicate those kids to the Lord, and I get you guys to stand and say, You're going to help us train them and, and show them what this looks like and what is what following Christ means. So, again, to train up a child in the way he should go. Is, and I love this promise. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Amen. You know, I'm standing on promises like that in Scripture. I'm standing on those promises today for for our family. I'm believing that what we've modeled and have shown our kids, we will see those things take root, bear fruit. That remains, and we'll see harvest from it. But regardless, we still have to make a choice to parent. We still have to make the decision every day that we're going to do what God's called us to do. Again, not just have kids, but to raise them and train them in the ways of the Lord. So parenting today is a choice. Secondly, parenting is no joke. I almost said no joke, no joke, dog. I mean, but I was like, the universe of people at home who see this, man, like, dog. Parenting is no joke. Like, I mean, when I'm talking about this, like, this is it's, it's hard. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. It is, I, I truly believe it's the hardest thing we'll ever do on this earth. I really believe that. Like Some people are like, well, my marriage is, yeah, but uh, this, is, this, is, this is, we're going to deal with some marriage stuff. But this is what I speak to marriages. That person agreed to marry you. Yeah. They made a choice. They made a decision. So now our kids pop up, and I've actually heard words like this. Well, I didn't choose to be brought up in this. I didn't choose to, this, but you're here. And so as a result, listen, they have to make a choice. And so what happens a lot of times, because sometimes when that choice is not made as it should be, when they don't follow the path that we are leading for them, when they choose to go down a different way, it can become very, very difficult on the parents. And it can cause people to quit and to give up. To stop way too soon. Now, Now we see something here in this that, I, I, man, I got hit with this this week. And I was like, man, that's awesome. It makes sense to me now. In Ephesians chapter 6, what's Ephesians 6 known for? Anybody know what Ephesians 6 is typically known for? Come on, spiritual armor, spiritual warfare passage. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it hit me this week, and I've never been able to connect this like this before, and how, how amazing this is. In Ephesians chapter 6, our main text today, 1 through 4, we're reading and talking about parenting. Now, we drop down six verses, and I want you to read this. Turn back to Ephesians 6 if you're in your Bibles, if you brought that with you. Turn to Ephesians 6, in, in verse 10, six verses down. The most powerful, most popular, well-known passage on spiritual warfare we see in Ephesians right here. And this is what's cool. Right after he's talking about parenting. Right, right after talking about parenting, then he puts this, and I was like, "Man, I was like, wonder why it made sense to me now. Like, especially like the longer you parent, the more you do, this makes more sense now. I let this come alive in your heart as you, as, you, as we read this down here. It says in Ephesians six, just six verses down, in verse ten, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Have you ever, like, man in parenting, needed that? <laughs> Now it makes sense, yeah. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We're not doing this thing on our own strength, guys. We're doing this thing with the help and the grace and the Holy Spirit. We're letting him lead that. We're letting him show us what this looks like. And this is what's cool, and this is why the whole spiritual armor and the spiritual warfare, how that connects to parenting is amazing because the Holy Spirit will speak things to your heart. This Holy Spirit will teach you things about your kids. It'll say things to you about your children and your kids. I, I always wonder, man, like how in the world my mom and daddy knew some of the stuff. They knew. I thought somebody had told on me. Holy Ghost told on me. Amen. And he was telling them, like, man, your son's this. And they would know stuff. And it was, it was amazing to me. I was like, man, how? This spiritual armor and this spiritual war that we're in, man, this is so needed that we're in po- fear. Filled and empowered with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, man, one of the most important things you can have as a parent is a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Is having him in your life, having the Holy Spirit operating and working in your life, filled with the Holy Ghost. And so this is what he says, to put on the whole armor of God. I'm telling you, like every piece, you need this in parenting. We don't have time to study this. I know it's July Fourth weekend, and we can't break all this down and, and unfold and unpack every every piece. But read it and think about this in relation to parenting. Again, the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the children in your house. So <coughs> make sure y'all is listening. Not that was not. So make sure y'all is. Uh, make sure you the the wiles of the devil. Because, I mean, the, dude, again, I ain't saying your kid's the devil. Some of y'all, yeah, yeah, come to my house, you'll see. Amen. No, no, no. But, but there are things operating in them And in you, that we need to see spiritually, that we need to recognize that the enemy is at work to destroy the home, destroy you and your life. And so we do this, verse 12, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. This is not against them. This is against the the attack that's after them, the spirit that's coming against them. But against principalities, against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Parenting is way bigger than what we've made it. It's way bigger, man. Like, we've made it all natural. Like, man, I'm going to go to work and provide. I'm going to set guidelines and rules. Know that there is an atmosphere happening within the heavens that the enemy is at work in, but also the Spirit of God is at work in. And so we pursue him and what he has for us. So, again, it says now, verse 13, Therefore, because of all this happening, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, every piece is valuable. You know, if you don't have the whole armor on, your kid will find your missing spot. I'm telling you, the enemy will find your missing spot they, and poke you in it. I mean, just come out and, and just hit. That I means so the whole armor is valuable. Verse 14 stand therefore. Having girded your waist with truth, apply this to oh man, to parenting. Please study this later. Please do this for me, or I'll do part two next week. All right, and it says, And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. As parents, when we do that for our kids, until they reach that time where they put that armor on themselves, and so, again, we walk this out, able to quench every fiery dart of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and praying always, don't forget this piece, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance the supplication for all the saints. He's saying don't quit. Don't stop. Do this every day. Get up. Make the choice and make the decision to do that. And, make, and, and watch what God will do. But we made that decision. We made that choice. And, and this is no joke. We don't take this lightly. We don't take parenting lightly. We take this very serious. And remember this. As you're parenting, if you have more than one kid, you know this. And you know this about yourself. Each person in this room, you are a creative, beautiful, unique work of art by God. Every one of you. And and I I love this. This is so important that we remember that, man, that God designed and made each person specific and special. And and, and this is what's important that we remember is that we're called to do this. The Bible says that we were made in the image of God. They, They were not made in our image. You're like, man, yeah. Ellie looks like Chris with hair. My, my three-year-old granddaughter looks like Chris with a wig on. I mean, you know, the only thing she don't have is a go-to, man. We hope that don't happen. And, uh, but but it, it, it's, it, it's amazing. Looks just like him, but she wasn't created in his image. She was created in the image of God. And this is one of the things that we remember in this thing, in this pursuit of parenting. That we have. we don't try to make them look like us. We try to make them look like Christ. And so again, don't try to force them into stuff. Don't make them do stuff. Don't make if you were a, guys, if you were an athlete and your kids not, don't make them. Thank you. Yeah, don't make them now. If the, if you aren't and they are, don't hold them back. Come on. I mean, take them. Do whatever they, you support it. Let that happen. If, if, if you're a musician and they're not, don't make them play the guitar. Come on. But if they got a gift, like I wanted to play the guitar, couldn't. Hey I man, I had some other people in my family have gifts. They got But don't make them. Don't, don't force somebody. To, I, I did this with Adam Young. I had him, man, just a, a little, little bit, about his size probably, yeah. I mean, probably quite <laughs> close to this. I threw some camouflage on him. 4.30 in the morning, bro, get up. Man, we're going duck hunting. You know, it's, it's icy outside. We're breaking ice, going out in, in this cold weather. And he went with me for a while. I realized something. I wanted him there way more than he wanted to be there. I said, you're going anyway, son. Get up. No, I didn't do that. No, no. I, I, you know, We, we found it was cool. We had communication in the home. I picked up on it, you know. And, and we talked about it. He said, you know, the reason I'm going is for you, right? I said, man, thank you for sharing that. I said, we can hang out other ways. And so I destroyed him and Tony Hawk. And, 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 and just, you know, I just shorted him the other way. Tech, and I'm a tech master and master. But there are other ways we hung out, and there are other things that we did. So, so don't force them, but do this. And this is what we're called to do. This is a promise for us. And God calls us to do this. Follow me as I follow Christ. I want you to look like him. You don't have to look like me. But, again, as long as the value system lines up, remember the morals, the mind, what is created, you don't don't get to choose what that looks like. He's already shown us and given us the standard. Well, I feel this way. What what does the word say about it? So so we do this. So, again, we go after that. We pursue that. And, and, and again, it's so important that we see, and it will be worth it, because thirdly this morning, parenting, so worth it. I'm telling you, it's so worth it. I, so, so I, I promise you, just stay in there. And, and you will get to do this. It's stages and phases of life, things change. Parenting looks different. We, we've been in this thing now long enough to enjoy some of those stages. Like, we're in a stage of life now where our, our kids have their own homes, So I don't know if you know this or not. We just sold ours, and we moved in with our daughter and (laughs) son-in-law. Come on, beautiful phase of life, y'all. Come on, no bills. I'm enjoying this. Amen. (laughs) I'm kidding, man. They have been very gracious. I I think they saw that Adam got me this shirt, and they're like, man, we got a one-up. You know, that's how it was. We're going to let them move in with us, all right? So they were like, man, we got a one-up. No, but I'm thankful for that. But But what's beautiful is this. We can just be friends. Some of my best friends and my closest friends are my, my kids. I, I, I'm just so thankful for them. And so it, it's worth it in the end. Some of you, I don't have that right now. Just just stay faithful. And, and this is one of the things about parenting I've had to make the decision also. Is it's again, sometimes there's things that we can't control, but we stay faithful. Because I'm going to bow before God one day. And I want to hear him say, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful. You, you, you did what you were called to do. Now, this is what we have to see and how important, and again, though, it is that we can do. We raise the value in our kids, the appreciation that we pour in them and show them, and we, we, we teach them these ways. It's going to be worth it in the end. And you may have to come to grips. Maybe I won't see it here. But maybe it will come when I get before God that day. And it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it, as we saw in Ephesians, to persevere until the end, to not pull back, not stop. As the worship team comes, i to read this last passage to you. And I, this, is, this is one of my favorite verses. This is a very important verse to me. It means something to me, and I hope it does to you today. In Psalms 127, verse 4, I love how it describes the kids that God puts in our life. And I want you to see this, guys. I, I'm talking about your kids here, you're the spiritual kids of this house. Please help us point them in the right direction. Please do this. This is so important. It says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. I mean, I think about this, a skilled warrior who who takes that 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 weapon that God's placed in their hand and uses it. And, and again, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Like this is very serious. Like he's saying, like, we're we called to take the weapon, the gift that God has given us, and help point them towards their purpose. And I love archery. I, I love it. I, I, and just there's something about it, man, when you pull that back and you release it and you see it hit the mark. Sometimes it doesn't always hit where it's supposed to hit. But man, there's something about it. And it's like worth it staying in this thing, not quitting and not pulling back. But staying in this, and this is how this is what we're charged with. This is what we're called to as parents, as believers, as as men and women of God, as young people, to point them towards their purpose. And we release them and let them go. It's hard to do. It's hard to do sometimes, but we release them and let them go. And I want to ask you if you would to just stand today and I want to say this to, to parents today who are, who are hurting. And this is hard and and some of you, we have a lot of folks right here that foster and adopt. And, we, and you, you see in those things, we experience that even personally. When you make this decision, it literally is a choice. And it's a hard choice to make sometimes, to parent, to leave when you don't feel like it, to leave when it's hard and they're not following. And this is what I know. I, I know so many people that are part of this house personally. I know a lot of what is happening in your home is struggles and things that you have. Some of, some of you here, I have no clue what you're going through. God knows. And he cares. And I, but I know this. I know enough to know there are a lot of families that are hurting. And the word that was given this morning at 9 a.m., as Pastor Louis has said, is that, man, there is a restoration that is happening today in this house I believe it's happening in this series. And the word was declared that, first of all, it is a spiritual, personal restoration between them and God. And just right now, maybe that's the restoration that needs to happen, that us, each of us as children of God, each of us as people God has placed here, regardless of our earthly parent and situation at home, he's a father who loves us and cares so much for us. It's a father who wants to be in relationship with us. So great. So great. And I believe this in this room, that there is a restoration that God is wanting to do in lives. Some of you today at home, as you is even listening to this message or watching this service, even down the line, that God is wanting to do something called restoration today in your heart and life. Between you and him, first of all, that has to happen. That is the greatest relationship. That is the greatest goal is to know him. I God wants to do that in this room. But also right now, God wants to do this. He wants to bring restoration to homes, to families, to husbands and wives and fathers and mothers and children. He wants to turn those hearts back towards one another again. So I'm not going to ask you to bow your head, close your eyes, raise your hand. We're seeing God restore and heal and do things in this house right now. And in this series, he is so ready to pour out that into your life. I want to ask you this today. If you need prayer, if you're a parent, you're going through something, if you're just a, you're a, you're a child of God, you need a relational strength today, you're just hurting. If you need prayer, as our prayer team makes their way down, I want to ask you to do this. I want to invite you to come. And, and today, I, if, as fathers, if you're a father in this room or a mother in this room, you should be the representative, first of all, who leads the way in this. You should be the one stepping out first, calming down, not waiting on them. Some of you, you're, you may be the child represented in this house. You don't have a mother or father here. But whatever that may be, I want to invite you to do this, to come, find you a place of prayer. And as we pray together, as we just spend some time as a worship team ministers in song, we're going to do this today. We're just going to pursue the heart of the Father. We're going to see him restore and bring healing today and restoration in families today. If you're hurting and you need prayer for any reason, I want to invite you to come. Join us in this time of prayer. And if you don't need prayer, would you spend this time in worship with the Father right now? Would you spend this time in worship to him today as we sing? Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.